the Here Be Dragons podcast, your podcast to those kitesurfing spots that are off the beaten track, and in case we cover a spot that is on the beaten track, we will give a new spin to it. Enjoy the show! Hello friends and welcome to the Here Be Dragons podcast, the best podcast to the most amazing kitesurfing spots on the planet. When you think of kitesurfing in South Africa, the vast majority of us think about Cape Town. In this episode, we take you, however, to the far lesser known kitesurfing paradise in South Africa, which is Durban. We talk to Rob Crystal, who is a Durbanite in heart and soul, and try to answer the question, Durban, is it the cooler Cape Town? Just as a little warning, if you're into twin tipping on flat water, this is probably not the right episode for you. This is barrels, barrels and more barrels. We start in Durban and then move up the coast all the way into Mozambique and talk about all the spots that are along this fantastic and beautiful coastline. Before we start the interview, however, some housekeeping. I figured out that in several podcasting apps, the show notes don't show up completely correct either the show notes don't show up at all or the links to the map and to the videos don't work yeah i can't help this i can't change this in my ios app it's working fine and perfectly but some of the other apps don't display the show notes correctly the best way if you want to look at the, the links and the show notes go to my web website there you can find the show notes and the links they always work so on the blog post on the website which is here be dragons.earth. Yeah, speaking of videos, in these show notes, I have included a couple of videos. There are two I want to make you aware of. There's one really good drone video of kite surfing on the coast of Durban. And it's amazing. They have a fantastic swell and they're just fucking four people on the whole coastline kite surfing. Amazing video. And there's another video of two crazy South African dudes who decided that it was a good idea to um, do a downwinder all the way from the border of Mozambique down to Durban. It's around 300 or 350 kilometers. They didn't do it in one day, but uh, they did it in, uh, I think, four or five days, all uh, with the kites and the waveboards down the coast. Uh, gives you a very good impression also of how the coastline looks like the same coastline Rob and me are talking about. Okay, without further ado... Let's go on with the interview with Rob Crystal. Today I have the pleasure to welcome Rob Crystal on the podcast. Rob is the owner of Ocean to Air. They're located on Kite Beach in Durban, South Africa. Ocean to Air was founded in 2002, really as a result of the passion Rob had for kitesurfing. They were one of the pioneers of kitesurfing in South Africa. Ocean to Air offers kite lessons for all skills levels with certified ICO instructors. They also run a kite shop with all the required equipment for all types and levels of riders. There are some very cool videos of Rob on the internet where you can see his uh, 
especially his excellent wave riding skills. So definitely somebody who can help you to improve your wave riding. Rob, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Bjornjok. Nice to be here. Before we talk in a little bit more detail about Durban and, and the kite sports and what Oceans to Eros offers, I wanted to ask you a little bit about yourself because I also found out that you were some years ago uh, quite involved in the South African kite surfing tour. I don't know if I, if I can describe it as a tour in the, in the South <laughs> yeah, African no, yeah. skysurfing circuit, it was, yeah, it circus. Days, yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about about yourself and, and, and about your experience on the South African kitesurfing tour. Yeah, look, you know, I mean, I, it was, I think that the tour now and the tour then, it was two totally different things. I mean, if you look back then, I mean, it was, I, actually, I suppose it still is, um, very much uh, about having fun. But I mean, that was uh, what it was in the beginning. It was all the guys that were starting to kite and it was just getting together and actually having a, a bit of a blast. And most of the times it was actually more about the having a few beers and, and socializing with your mates than actually the event. But I mean, it, it kicked off very, very strong when it was there. And the guys were doing, I think, seven or eight uh, events throughout the whole country. But uh, yeah, and it was amazing in the, in, the, in the beginning. And I mean, I think it still is, it still is running. And now the, the soccer is still going and running events. But I mean, it's um, more, more based in Cape Town than it is in Durban with, the, with those. But um, in those days, it was about having fun and getting together with your mates and karting with your mates and then just seeing what goes on. Yeah, I've been myself a couple of times to Cape Town and met with um, with several of the guys like Kevin Langere and um, oh, okay. especially the Dutchies there. They're very, <laughs> they're very, I'm Dutch myself, but the Dutchies there. Yeah, are, plenty of Dutch in South Africa. <laughs> it's like a Dutch colony there, yeah, in, yeah, in general, from, from December to February. It's crazy. Yeah, correct. But brings me actually to... to um, One of the questions I wanted to ask you, I mean, Durban is definitely an epicenter for surfing, for wave riding, but somehow it's eclipsed in the media and also from the number of visitors, I think, from a wind sports pers uh, perspective. Why do you think that is? You know, it, it actually is a shame. I, I think uh, I really do believe that we have got one of the gems in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we've got some of the, the best and most consistent um, waves in the world. I mean, we've, we've generally... Uh, got two to three foot surf. And I mean, geez, if you take, I mean, it's not always like that, but last week it was 15 foot. Um, so it gets huge. I mean, but that's that's sort of more the, the odd occasion because there was a cyclone pushing swell in. But I mean, on the average, you know, the, the swell that we've got along our coastline is is phenomenal. I mean, that's why, I mean, if you take Durban itself, it's it's predominantly a, a wave riding ven uh, venue more than a, a, a twin tip venue. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's... But, I mean, it, it, wind as well. I mean, if you take our wind, we've got uh, 10 months of wind, if, if not 11. I mean, we kiting uh, over the past uh, eight months, we've kited, I mean, even if you take over the past three months, we've kited, so on average, it's probably five out of seven days. And then you hit your, your off-season, and your off-season, we're kiting probably one, if not two days. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're kiting throughout the whole season. I mean, you know, Cape Town has got the, and I think that's a problem, you know, Cape Town through windsurfing has always been the main epicenter of, of wind sports. Um, but it's, it's, it's strong winds. So, you know, it, it provides the guys the opportunity to boost airs and do that whole side of things. And, and the twin tipping is fantastic down there. Mm -hmm. But um, for wave riding, I mean, geez, we've got an unbelievable section here of of um, kite surfing opportunity. So, yeah, it, it, it definitely is missed. And I've always am surprised that more guys don't actually head out here. And on top of that, you know, just on our border, we've got, which we actually go every year, 
uh, we do a whole trip up to to uh, Mozambique to Ponta Doro, which is uh, unbelievable for wave riding. Mm-hmm. But in front of my shop, where where we actually based, is is probably one of the most consistent breaks in, in the world, um, and and it's fantastic waves. And then when we do downwinds here, a lot of guys will run from A to B, uh, so it gives you an opportunity to to ride waves through a whole coastline. So you know, it, it really is special. But I mean, you know, on, on the other side, I suppose in, in some ways it is fantastic because we get it all to ourselves. You've got um, you got a case and it's crowded, and and you you you're hassling with guys, and there's people in the water. But here, there's there's no one. I mean, it, it's you know, you've got the crew that runs, and we've got the other guard, and the foreigners that do come. You know, always welcomed. You know, uh, open arm, and 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 guys are more than welcome, more ha- more than happy to actually show them the 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 spots and where to kite and and bring them along and bring them on board. No, maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't release the podcast as nobody finds out how, how, gra- how great <laughs> no, Durban you know, actually I, is. I think it's fantastic. It, it's, it's, uh, I'm always, no, come, bring. And I mean, yeah, even that, I mean, you know, we even talk about it because we've got, and that's just in Durban. I mean, if you look a little bit up the coast, a little bit down the coast, I mean, just sort of, what, 20 minutes away, we've got um, the Bluff, which, you know, Cave Rock, which is, is, a, is a world famous um, surf break. Uh, and I mean, even the Durban kites don't go that often. I mean, and that's phenomenal for kiting, uh, wave riding. And I mean, you're up, up, just up north, I mean, there's so many different spots. What months do you think is the best time if you would take the effort to fly from abroad, uh, from abroad, from Europe, let, let's say flying to uh, yeah. South Africa? When would you advise uh, is the best time to fly? I, I definitely would, would be saying go August through to December is your, is your main time. Okay. You know, it, it's it's our summer, which I mean, I know the guys in Europe always love going off for summer. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's, it's your winter, so it's a great um, winter destination to get away from from your winters. But I mean, it's it it does it, our wind does kick in there. Your two months that are, are generally your worst months is your sort of April and May. But if you take the month, if I was coming, I would definitely be coming sort of August, September, and even October. I mean, uh, you know, October, October, November. So we actually a little bit earlier than the Cape Town season. So it's one of those ones you could actually tied in with a Cape Town thing and come here a little bit before. And 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 you've got the warm water as well. So, uh, I always think the guys that are coming up for, for three months and basing themselves in Cape Town the whole time are silly not to actually go and explore the, the northern uh, the northern parts because, hell, they're, they're missing some... I mean, look, if they're not into waves, then fair enough. But, I mean, if they are enjoying waves and... and and not even waves. I mean, you know, the twin tip side is here, but it's it's if you want to really enjoy waves, then it's the place to go. Um, I mean, and that's most most. You know, the thing is, we've got a very strong surf culture in Durban, so you know, the, the surfing is huge. So a lot of guys and my clients coming into the sport, into kiting, come with the the background of surfing. So it's always been a natural progression for them to get onto surfboards. And I'd say, maybe eighty percent of 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 my clientele here are are, are wave riders and and surfers. I mean, when I'm saying wave riders, kite surfers. The wind in the in your winter—that's actually where the direction also changes, isn't it? Then it comes predominantly from the southwest, so it means bad weather coming from the Antarctic up up the coast. Yeah, look, you, you, um, yeah, we get the the southerlies. Uh, I mean, we we generally have sort of almost a fifty-fifty, and then it sort of goes more, and in, in, in then in the summers it goes more. 70 30 and then the winters it goes more you know when i'm saying that it's it's 70 percent northeast 30 percent southwest whereas yes. in the in the winter it swings and you get more of the southerlies coming up which are the bigger one you know you often actually you know you take the southwest as you actually tend to fly it's they're coming through sort of often 25 to 35 knots okay so you do have those big winds but they're coming through with swell and i mean that's where you you know your southwesterly brings up the ground swell and you've got these um right handers that reel up the coast yes in the same direction that the wind blows and I mean, it's the, 
I, I can't really explain that how good the waves can get. I mean, it, it's I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, the number of times we've got out of out of a session and just gone absolutely mad, saying how good was that. So actually, what you're saying, although maybe it's not the most stable season from a wind perspective when the days hit then you you're gonna have the session of your life you, you can have both i mean you're the northeasterly as well i mean it's funny we you know it's only been in the last sort of i'd say two years we've actually realized that there's another whole wind that blows here which no one's been really aware of where late afternoon the wind swings on but it doesn't blow on the on the on the land so if you're sitting on the on the land there's actually no wind and you go into the sea it's actually a northwesterly and it's cross off okay which is your north is sort of the, the almost uh, instead of northeast coming onshore cross on this is northwest slightly cross off and it actually blows down the line but it's actually in, on the water so if you're on the beach you, you almost don't put a kite in the sky But you get in the water, it's cross off and you're these smooth lifts that run down the coast. And so you get the best of, best of both. I mean, it really is, is uh, unbelievable. You sold me. So next winter, I'm going to do <laughs> nah, You must make a plan. Honestly, Bjorn, you're, you're actually stupid if you don't. Let's talk a little bit about the sports. Um, you're based, it's Guide Beach, isn't it? Where, where, where you're located, where the shop is. Our shop's actually, I mean, we were originally based in, in town and we've actually moved our, our shop north of, of Durban. So we sort of, between what's called Durban and Mschlange, uh, an area called Elusia. So Kite Beach historically was right on the beach, which no one really kites anymore. What well, they do, but I mean, it's moved to where the waves are, where the guys can do downwind. So we, we just, it's be about five kilometers north, but we based on the beach. I mean, our shop is, is, is stone's throw from the beach. Uh, and, and that's where we've renamed Kite Beach. <laughs> so we're still on Kite Beach because we're calling it Kite Beach. <laughs> but yeah. So if you kite there, it's Kite Beach. So end of story. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's, 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 put it this way. If you if you want to kite with other kiters, this is, is where you're going to kite. You, you know what I'm saying? How's the sport? Which What are the best wind directions? Well, funny enough, both both wind directions work here. You know, we, we get the... You know, we get the northeasterly. It works exceptionally well. Um, your your southerly here, which is not actually a southwesterly, does sometimes swing southwesterly. Southwesterly is your worst sort of wind because that comes over the land and a little bit gusty. But generally, it doesn't blow southwest. It blows southerly, which is straight crossshore. So your northeasterly comes from the the left of the sea, which is the same as the southeasterly in, in Cape Town. Um, and then your southwesterly here it runs. Um, in the other direction, or your southerly here runs up the opposite direction, but in a straight crossshore direction, which is the one that's it's it's it brings the southerly brings better surf, northerly brings um, a little bit more choppy seas. But it's really a wave riding spot, isn't it? Yeah, look, I mean, if you want to go on twin tips, you're welcome to. But I mean, it's just twin tipping and, and surf. It doesn't have those big flat water sections. I mean, you know, you, there are other venues. I mean, 10 k's away, there's a lagoon where a lot of the guys will. But it's more of a learner, a learner venue. You know, the guys get up and riding over there, which is it's it's awesome to have because it's a, a pool where you and get into the sport and and not have to deal with the surf. Because I mean, that's the disadvantage, obviously, of of having surf the whole time as a learner. Uh, point of view of learning, it, it doesn't make it as learner friendly. But well, that's where most of the guys jump in at the, the lagoon, learn in the lagoon, and then once they've sort of got their um, stripes, get it progress into the sea. Is that also where you train the people, the beginners? Yeah. Or, um, yeah. Okay. So initially, what we do is, I mean, our, our whole thing, we, we our, our initial beginner lesson, we do right across the road on the beach because that's all beach based. And then as soon as we move into the water, we we hit them up to the lagoon and we do all the the water based uh, stuff there because it's flat and it's you don't have to worry about getting pounded by waves and it's it's easier and less intimidating for 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 beginners. And I mean, we also use the the helmet radio there when we're teaching, so you know it makes it super easy for the guys. I mean, the success rate is phenomenal. So screaming at them, don't pull the bar, don't pull the bar, don't pull the bar. You know the story. 
<laughs> well, it, it saves your um, uh, it saves your voice at least the helm radio, huh? You no, you know what? Having that having that communication with the guys in the water, it's it's. I mean, I don't know how guys teach without it. To be honest with you, and we've taught with that for the last sort of I'd say seven years, and it's it's it it improves the learning and it, it helps unbelievably. And and I mean, even we use that we use that when we do more advanced lessons because we do advanced wave riding lessons where our instructor kites with you okay. with the helmet radio. So he'll actually go into the water with you and actually do a downwind and teach you how to ride waves. So guys are looking at getting to learn how to ride waves as well. I mean, we I think we offer something unique uh, here where, where our instructors will actually kite and actually then they can show you exactly what they're talking about as well as being able to monitor you and, and, and see exactly what you're doing and tell you as you're doing it, do this, do that, do that, which which also helps. Wanted to ask you about one or two other sports as well. You mentioned before, one of the most famous sports is Durban Bluff from a surfing yeah. perspective. Can you tell us a little bit about that sport? Well, the Bluff, funny enough, it, it's a very powerful wave. I mean, it, it hooks a lot more swell than anywhere else on our coast. And if you actually look at the at, at Google Maps, you'll see it sort of sticks way further out. It, it, it actually ends up getting a, a much stronger swell. And... It also gets um, uh, more wind because, I mean, in the number of times we've got no wind here and the, the, the bluff's blowing. So it actually works exceptionally well for, for wind as well as uh, swell. But, I mean, it, it's also what you've got is cave rock and anesthesia. Cave rock is, is, is a very um, quick, hard-breaking wave, barrels. Uh, but anesthesia is where the guys kite more. Anesthesia is a little bit uh, to the side of, of cave rock. But um, phenomenal kiting spot. And, I mean, also they're also slightly different in terms of your wind. You need to ask because, I mean, it, it, it swings. It, you, you can't really kite the bluff after sort of four o'clock because the wind swings a slightly different direction gets very gusty in in the mornings and in in, in early afternoon it's it's slightly cross off with your north your northerly wind uh, your northeasterly blows slightly cross off so it's a, a cross cross off so it's a slightly different angle than what we've got here but it's it's phenomenal i mean every time we go and kite there we're always saying why the hell are we not kiting here more often because it's one of those sort of ways Is, are there any hazards you have to take care of? It's, it's a it's a reef break, isn't it? Or yeah, is look, it's it, 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 one of those. It, look, the, the, the one thing there is, is you you need to be a a, a good kiter um, because it, not hazards. You, I'd say yes. There's rocks. There it is. Um, Ansys is is a is a, a beach breaker, but uh, Cave Rock there's it is a reef break, and there are rocks on the inside. So you know, from a kiting perspective, if you go down Cave Rock, your chances are if you don't get your kite up, it's going over the rock. Um, Ansys, the rocks are there, but they're a little bit more spotted a little bit more forgiving but um the rocks are there but um the, but the swell is you know the thing is the, 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 a lot of guys don't appreciate here is that the swell here is a strong swell you know and a lot of guys have come and they said yeah cool you dealt with ways yeah 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 no 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 good 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 and then they come back and they're like oh, no you know <laughs> now i know what you're talking about because the waves here have got they've got a punch to it yes you know it's not like cape town cape town finds a very soft wave mm. uh, and you go through the waves and if you're doing a re-entry it, it doesn't hit back whereas if you do a re-entry here the wave hits back Umtloti Beach. I'm not sure if I <laughs> yeah. pronounced that correctly. Umtloti. Umtloti. Yeah, Umtloti. Okay. You didn't go Umtlotihi. As they went Umtloti and Umhalahanga. Okay. Now Umtlanga and Umtloti are just north of the beach. Yeah. How is that? Very good spot. Yeah, very yeah good that spot. one's also, um, it's a good right break. I mean, the nice thing, you've got two points on either side of it. So the northeastly, if you want to go on the on the northern point, there's a left that breaks off that. And it's quite sheltered on, on the inside. So from a from any rips that it might develop, on the southern side, there's a very good right bank that rides. Uh, it's got 
there's quite a strong kiting community there that, that kites uh, that break the whole time. Again, it's, there are, are there are a few um, rocks on the inside which you need to be aware of, but a phenomenal, phenomenal break. Also very, very good. Wind perspective from time of day and now nah, all the same. It's, the it's same. basically yeah you're gonna get it actually often often picks up a little bit more wind in the southwesterly you got a little bit more cautious and schlotty because it's quite gusty or protected on the inside so you, you your kite selection is quite important because you go on the inside and you think oh not blowing that strong put up a, a nine in the meantime it's it's seven where they are back. Okay. And you suddenly realize as you go out back, you, you, you've misjudged it. So it's, it's yeah, as any spot, just chat to the locals. I mean, and that's the thing is here, everyone, the, the, the locals here, it, I think I, I would say are different to, to, to Cape Town anyway. I mean, they're, they're very, very helpful. Our guys are sort of are welcoming when it comes to, to any, to giving assistance. It's not these, you know what I'm saying? We enjoy having the guys coming and visiting and then the guys are always more, more than welcome to embrace and help. And I mean, we've, the guys that have sort of come, we've just had an English guy that's been here for the last sort of month and he, he eventually came and said, yes, you know, you guys, I cannot believe the community sort of feeling you guys have got, because you know, you was doing downs, you never have a car, you had guys picking him up and taking, not that it happens all the time, <laughs> but just with him it did. And, and you know, it, it, yeah, don't count. No, but you told me. You told me you guys would take me. <laughs> but no, but it, it, it is. I mean, you know, the thing is, but, you know, if you go and you chat to the guys on the beach, the guys will be more than happy to to give you the, the, the ins and outs of any spot. Okay. If we move up north, you go, which is quite a far way. How far is it to Richards Bay and Pelican Island? Richards Bay from, from Durban is 150 kilometers. But, I mean, if you take one more, in between, well, not in between, but slightly more this side than that side, um, there's another couple of breaks, which is Salt Rock and Tiffany's. That's also a very, very good um, way of riding. Reef break works exceptionally well. But Richards Bay is, is sort of, it's more of a drive. Predominantly works in a north, uh, northeastly. Um, but I mean, if you take that spot in itself, it's got the highest wind out of any spot in, in South Africa. Does it? I think they've got wind. I think it's 80% of the year they've got wind. And I'm talking about every, you know. And they, if you, again, if you have a look at, at the Google Maps, you'll see it sticks further out. So, I mean, the number of days that they've got wind and i mean they've also now they used to predominantly not be able to kite in the south the southerly wind but now they're actually kiting in the harbor and there's a massive um hydrofoiling community that's, that's taken up there so i mean those guys are i mean mishabi kiting i'd say six out of seven days of wind every 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 day every week i mean they're, they're kiting everything but again very amazing break um strong winds i mean they, they actually have generally have stronger winds we will have sort of an average 20 20 to 25 they, they'll more 20 to 30 yeah, the northerly wind. So their northerly wind comes through a lot stronger than than ours does. But I mean, they've they've got a strong kiting community, also a hell of a friendly. And as I said, the the southerly wind uh, doesn't work because uh, where they kite there is a place called Alkastrunt. Alkastrunt is is sort of on the seaside of of, of Richards Bay, so you to go through it. But then uh, in the southerly wind, it it doesn't work there. So the guys go and kite a spot called Pelican Island. Is is that north of the harbour entrance or south of the harbour yeah, entrance? Yeah, it's actually just just north of the of the harbour entrance. So if you if you basically drive into Riches Bay, it's, it's as you get in there, it's it, you hit you almost hit straight to the beach. Let's move another 150 kilometers, I guess, up north to Sodwana so so Bay. Yeah. So Dwana, yeah, amazing spot. Um, you know, we, we used to they used to have a, an event up there, which was was one of the highlights of the tour, which was the Sedona Bay uh, Festival. Uh, works in in most winds. Your southerly wind, very gusty. You got to sort of go through about two kilometers up the beach to to get cleaner wind. It is a, a major fishing um, venue, so a lot of boats going in and out. So you should be aware of that. And obviously, if you're kiting, don't get involved with the launch site, the launch site because the launch site is quite close to where you drive onto the beach. So if you kite, try and sort of, you know, if you, if you ever do get there, kite away from 
so if you ever you know crashing you're not dropping your lines across the whole launch zone or whatever but i mean it's 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 get some amazing in the low tides you get some amazing inside banks and it, it's a really really fun break too your waves aren't as as good i'd say i mean it's your waves your banks don't form it's, it's sort of you know it's a different break funny enough it, it it's sort of the waves all over the show if you know what i'm saying but, it's pretty um, windy, but very it? good for twin tipping sorry say that again it's pretty windy isn't it yeah. Again, you have the same sort of wind as what you have in uh, Richards Bay. You'll get in Sedwana. So both of those, they definitely have more wind than, than us. And I mean, it's, it's you know, the nice thing you've got there is with Sedwana is, is um, you've got Omphalosi Game Reserve right there. So you, you can tie it in with, with game viewing, which obviously is the other attraction that you've got in, in, in KZN. You know, we've got the Big Five and, and Big Five is across the road. So, you know, it's very close to, to uh, if you want to incorporate it into a, a tour as such and, and doing the game viewing and then going through and getting the kiting. It's it's 300 kilometers from Durban, so more, more, something more or less? Yeah. Okay, so you could actually stay, can you stay there overnight or are there some places? Yeah, where yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's quite a, there's a lot of accommodation in Sudwana. Sudwana Bay Lodge is there. Uh, there's a backpackers there. There is uh, plenty of accommodation there. But I mean, you could if you, nah, I mean, it's better to, to, to do as a thing. I mean, you could, it's a bit too far to do a day trip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Richards Bay, you can do a day trip from from Durban because it's an hour and a half away. Um, Sudwana, you want to go there for a couple of days. You mentioned before that you did some kite trips or kite safaris or whatever you want to call it further up north isn't it yeah we we actually do um every year um i get we we do a, a, a boys trip well when i say a boys trip and you know it's something that that if any somebody ever wants to come over and, and get involved um and, and do it um i would advise them coming we, we generally go in august and we go up to a place called pontadora which is just across the border it's in mozambique so basically as you hit the border you turn right um which is a phenomenal wave riding spot and I mean, I do a boys' trip there with. I mean, when I say a boys' trip, it's actually a kiter's trip. So I make all the guys leave their wives at home, so the guys can kite and do whatever they want without having uh, their wife saying no. They need to go and do shopping or, mm-hmm. or or spend time with the kids or whatever. So I give the guys excuse. And I mean, we've got. I mean, I've already actually, funny enough, I've just put it up now, and we've got 60 guys that have booked in for it already. Cool. So it's it's and it's an amazing. We go up there for five days, and it's just just pure kiting, surfing. I mean, because I mean, also Pontes is I'm sure one of the best wave riding spots. It's, it's sort of the Pontes is equivalent to like a Jeffrey's Bay um, in in the surf world. But I mean, from a wave riding point of view for kiting, <laughs> it's phenomenal. I mean, it is it is unbelievable. I mean, and there you've got the crystal clear waters, and I mean, again, fantastic winds. August very good for 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 Mozambique, and I mean, we we go up there and have. And have absolute blast because the guys are surfing standard paddleboarding and having an odd beer here or there <laughs> which part of the deal uh, and you which is part of the deal you organize this or as yeah it's, it's one of those ones that sort of developed funny enough actually i mean i mentioned earlier there was that sedwana bay festival um that we used to do and and, and actually the organizer had a run-in with a park sport so it, it stopped and um that was running from that initial tour that we had in, had in the beginning and what happened is i said to the guys come let's let's just it wasn't about the competing it was about the actual having fun and kiting with your mates i said let's just make it happen again and i said well let's let's instead of going to duana why don't we make it go to ponta and then from there when i think we we're the first year we we're 25 the next year we had sort of 35 and now we, we're getting up to 60 and i'm almost, almost having to limit the the number of people coming because it's just getting a little bit too big but i mean you know it's one of those ones if you if ever someone's coming out you know pre pre-book it i mean there is other accommodation around it's just unfortunately this year We've got a bit of an issue because it's uh, there's a, um, a wedding that's actually happening at the same time. So okay. it's it's but there's normally you know you can you can accommodate sort of 200 people. <laughs> Probably not too happy. 
No, I don't, I don't think the wedding's going to be too stoked this year because they've got to have all of <laughs> crashing their wedding. <laughs> but I mean, you know, for because what we do with that is, I mean, you know, guys don't have accommodate uh, have because uh, you need four by four to go to Punta. Okay. So we go up and I'm like, we arrange. Okay, cool. You know, if you don't have accommodate uh, uh, wheels, then come. I'll organize you to get a lift with this guy, and you can go up and travel with them. So you know, a lot of that time we'll organize the guys to to come up with other guys. But I mean, it, it's it's an unbelievable trip. I mean, it's it's the highlight of everyone's sort of kiting calendar in in Durban. And do you do this in August? Yeah. Always I mean, in this August? year it's the 9th, 9th, 9th to the 13th of August. But a lot of times, I mean, guys now on that are also like, I've got guys that come from Cape Town for that, um, guys coming from inland, from Johannesburg. Uh, and, and a lot of those guys will actually, we do it 9th to the 13th. A lot of the guys will stay another week. I mean, everyone's welcome. Um, it, it's, but, and, and especially foreigners. I mean, hell, if you want to come and actually enjoy it and actually get to meet the, the local crowd. I mean, especially if you're spending, you know, if you want to kickstart your, your trip, my advice, come come to something like that. And then if you're coming back to Durban, you, you know, you're going to know everyone. You're going to know the entire kiting community. So you'll build, you know, so it just sinks you into the whole community because the guys that have, everyone that's done that trip have just always come back and said, Un, like, best trip I've ever done. And then you're coming back to South Africa and uh, into Durban where our season's kicking off as well. Cool. But it, it's one of those ones that the guys, I can't tell you how many guys have come to and spent time here and have said, why do more, not more foreigners come here? I don't understand it. Why does everyone go to Cape Town? And we're like, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> and, and it is. It really is because it's it's. And, and as I said, you know, especially with the the waves, as far as far as I'm concerned, kicking off and in, in kiting with more and more guys going into this into the wave riding, I'm very surprised that it hasn't kicked off more. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about, we're not going to talk about sharks. <laughs> what sharks? Just just on that though, just I mean, I I because a lot of guys always think shark, and I, just just so I can mention it. I mean, I've kited this coastline here for 20 years, and I've seen most probably about seven sharks, and that's that's a lot of water time to actually have bumped into so few sharks. And I mean, of those seven, I've seen one like decent shark. Do you know what I'm saying? Others have all been very small, like half a meter, meter sharks. So you know, it, it, I don't. But anyhow, just just throw that in there. They're always sharks. Uh, yeah, yeah, live with it. Yeah, absolutely. We don't get the great ones like in Cape Town, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get the aggressive ones. <laughs> that's the great ones. <laughs> yeah, true. but carry on. Carry that's on. true. Anyway, now one thing I, I think we should address. Unfortunately, rightly or not, uh, South Africa has a little bit of a bad reputation when it comes to crime. Do you see it as an issue, or is it really something you have to be a little bit more vigilant? You've always got your pros and your cons, and you, you've got paradise here. And unfortunately, crime is 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 the the negative side of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but but as in any country, you know, if you take any country, you, you, you go into the wrong places, you can deal with it. It is there, uh, and I'm never going to say it's not. Um, but it's it's one of those ones that you just got to be aware of it. And again, you know, my advice here as well is, is chat to 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 the locals. Mm -hmm. You know, speak to guys. I mean, go don't. I mean, it's like for example, we don't really go into the centre of town. You know, which is is Durban central it's just if you go and then you've got camera the chances are if you've got a camera running around you're going to get mugged and that's a fact so it's like cool don't go there but i mean it is there um but i mean it's it's also it's one of those ones if you if you if you're smart about it it's it's it doesn't have to affect i mean as i said there was an english guy he's been out here for i think the last three months he hasn't had anything go wrong is made into being a hell of a lot worse than it is but my advice is you know it's like for example we've had guys that uh, the first port of call, there's, there's a, I'm not going to mention names because I'm not going, but there's a, a backpackers in the middle of town, which a lot of foreigners end up going to. And, you know, the guys say that they go to that, they're too scared to walk out the front door, mm -hmm. which is, is, is rightly so. But I mean, you know, if you came to me and said, shit, should I go to this 
backpedals. I said, don't go near that because I mean, that's, you don't want to be in that area. Mm-hmm. You're smart about it. I mean, you, you, it doesn't have to affect you. So don't, don't be stupid about it. Um, getting around, you really, it would be advisable for everybody to take a car, to hire a car, to get to the uh, yeah. several spots. My advice, uh, rent a car. I mean, <clears throat> obviously with Uber being around, you can Uber it, but it, it, having wheels, the, the thing is the one downside I do see of, of um, Durban is the public transport isn't fantastic. If you're coming to here, I, I definitely would rent a car. Have your own wheel so that you can get around and, and, and not have to worry. And I mean, you know, it's not, I mean, the nice thing, you, the, the great thing you've got in South Africa is you've got the Rand, which <laughs> makes it hell of a cheap for you guys in the Euros. So, you know, renting something isn't isn't costing uh, on a leg. So, you know, it, it does make it more affordable. To, and, and the option of renting a car is, is definitely, you know, if you want to go and really experience the different spots, you want to be able to drive there, here and there. And if you limited yourself to uh, Ubering, it does end up being a little bit more. I mean, look, the thing is, I've been saying that, I mean, you know, there is, and I know you wanted to chat to, but I mean, if you if you take, for example, there is a backpacker's, which should be about 100 meters from my shop on the beach, okay. which is called on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but you know, so you, if you did, I mean, you could actually get here and then actually chill. I mean, I've, I've got a guy, an Aussie here at the moment, who's been chilling here for the last month, and he's just chilling on the beach. And I'm actually just out of interest. I mean, I actually wasn't there, but he's, he's done another place and there's eight and a half thousand rand for the entire month for breakfast and dinner and that's that's eight and a half thousand rand so i think that's uh, what's that's what was it 16 to one yeah. yeah so you know it's, it's i think it's 500 euros yeah, for a month's accommodation of with lunch uh, breakfast and dinner which is ridiculous yeah, nothing let's talk a little bit about durban i saw some yeah. nice lodges close to where you are based would you advise people to stay in that area or and uh, or are there any other areas yeah look there's a, look again my, my advice is is you know if you if you are coming you you're welcome to drop me a mail and have a chat to me and say look i'm looking at staying here or there and what do you think of it i mean you know we've, we've got the full array of, of accommodation there especially around the shop there's a lot of bed and breakfasts uh there is as i mentioned there's a, a backpack there's backpackers up north there, there's there's a lot of, uh, of options around and it's and it's i mean yeah there's some that are obviously are more desirable than others. Hotels generally end up being a little bit more expensive, but there's a, a hell of a lot of hotels. Accommodation is never an issue. You know, you can always, um, but I mean, your your location is very important. You know, the thing is, I mean, if you take Anstey's, I mean, there's Anstey's backpackers right on the beach as well. So, you know, if you're going out to the bluff and casting the bluff, there's there's accommodation out there. But as I said, the easiest thing, drop drop a mail and say, you know, cool, coming out, What you know, where do you recommend, want to stay there? There's plenty of options around. That is very kind. Um is it true that you get the best curry in the world in Durban, Indian? Yeah, curry? look, I mean, uh, I I can't handle hot food, but I mean, there's phenomenal curries. I mean, they do they do the the the, the bunny chow. Um, if you come to Africa, you got to have a bunny chow, which is is a half or quarter loaf of bread that they cut it in half and then they scoop out the middle and they put the the, the curry in the middle. So yeah, no, no, very very good. I mean, the curries here are phenomenal. I mean, there's a curry spot around the corner, Indian Delight. There's is is some cracker ones around, but very very good. Good eating. What's the best pub bar in Durban? Yeah, nice. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> Ironically, um, uh, it's, it's actually the, the one thing that actually has happened here. We based next to a bottle store, okay. so <laughs> a lot of times. I mean, no, you know, you laugh at it. I mean, you know, because I've, I've actually got a, I've got a coffee shop in the in, in the shop, and we've got a bottle store next to the shop. Okay. And a lot of times, the guys actually end up hanging out right at the shop, buying beers and just uh, just chilling out in front of the shop on on the beanbags and and whatnot. But just down the road, there's a, a, a pub called the George, okay. which is in Mshlanga. There's a whole sort of village, maybe about four k's away and and they've got a whole strip of of pubs and whatnot but the george is the main one that's there but that that's the most festive sort of place to go and it's just around the corner from where yeah you, uh, for where you're based 
staggering distance. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there are other places to stay, but it makes sense to stay on on um, on Kite Beach, and you have all your yeah, look around. Around this area, there's always yeah, there's plenty of stuff. I mean, I've got guys. It's, there's yeah, the guys. I've got guys that go and book into. I mean, if you want to do it a little bit more, I mean, I've got guys that go and rent a spot in what's called the Pearls, which is the high rise in Mshlanga, which overlooks the sea. I mean, it's it's, it's sort of five star. And I mean, we've got a, a mate of mine that comes out from Qatar, and he he stays there, and he's is I mean, phenomenal accommodation, and that's right in the middle of Mshlanga, so you've got everything there, and he often will kite from my shop back home. You know what I'm saying? So after he had a couple of uh, bottles of beer, or uh, he's no, doing... <laughs> no, 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 no. But the, 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 the one thing that guys do do here is downwind. I mean, and that's if if you do come out, that's a way I definitely suggest doing it. Get onto it and and ride from A to B because you know there's the downwinds that you've got here. Are I mean, there's so many different variables. I mean, you can go from Durban to the shop. You, you obviously in different wind direction from the shop to Durban, but also you can go up north to. You can kite from my shop all the way through to Mshloti, and there's a lot of breaks on the way so you can actually kite along uh, along the way and actually i mean you can actually kite i mean even further if you wanted you can go up to you know sort of a 40 kilometers downwind Bloody it's just hell. there's more rocks up north but i mean the stretch here there's 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 no rocks in front of the shop which is what's great and do you do that with your guests sometimes with your clients yeah i know like, well the, you know what that's what most of my clients here do the guys here are, are, are dropping cars and uh, they'll downwind from a to b okay. uh, i mean that's the biggest kiting that we do here is we run from here to Mschlange, which is about four kilometers and the guys when i mean when guys come out the guys are always Welcome them a number of times. They say, cool. Hey, these guys are going jumping with them. Okay, cool. Can I go? Yeah, yeah. Come, let's go. And especially also if you want to learn to ride the wave. Easiest way. It's the easiest way because otherwise you'll have to beat up wind all, all the time. No, but this is it. And then, then, then you just jump into a car, drive back, and do it all again. Yes. And that, and that's what the guys do. I mean, I've got guys that uh, when the wind's blowing, they just do three or four downwinds. I could call you a Durbanite. Is that correct? You are a Durbanite, are yeah. right? Yeah, I am. Next to all the waves, the wind, the great downwinders, what what makes Durban so livable for you? Why do you like it so much? Uh, look, I mean, obviously, being a Durbanite, you know, my whole family's based here. But I mean, you know, it's, you, the one thing you, you've got to Durban, I'm sure, is, is the best place in the world for is weather. I mean, year-round, I mean, we don't really experience a winter. I mean, uh, I mean, we sort of put on jerseys here, I'm sure, five, ten times in a year. So you, you've got sunshine the whole time. You're obviously being on the coast, this coastline, the warm water is, is a massive attraction. Because if you take Cape Town, I mean, the waters are very appealing. But you put a tone and it's freezing. Whereas here, you're cutting in, in board shorts and a, and a, and a uh, harness. What's the water temperature? Uh, I, think it's, uh, I think it's 24, 24 degrees. I mean, obviously, winter gets a little bit chillier and you you, you put a wetsuit on, but I mean, it's, I mean, you know, a lot of guys, I mean, I've got Cape Tonians coming up here and, and laughing at us when we wear a wetsuit because they're saying, well, why are you wearing a wetsuit? <laughs> We're like, nah, it's freezing. They're like, no, bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's warm as all hell. So, you know, I think, it's, you know, the, the whole, the, the vibe around it, it's just, it's, 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 I think also the social side of, of, of Durban is, is a very appealing. I mean, the, it, it's the, the people here are, are very welcoming. So I think it's more that, but I mean, the big thing is obviously the waves and the, and the environment that we live in because yes. i mean to be able to have this on your doorstep it, it's not a uh, i mean i've traveled the world a lot and there's are not very many places in the world that will compare to durban in terms of what i actually got to offer cool i think you sold us on durban at least you sold 100%. me on durban. you sold me on durban. Come, come through my man <laughs> is there anything i missed anything you want to add about what ocean to air does or you know what I mean? I mean, Ocean to Air is 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 it's a social networking place where guys kite, and that's what I've. I mean, I, I I've 
I was sort of one of the guys that started kiting. And, and I think from that initial thing of, of doing the tour, the main thing I enjoyed about the tour wasn't actually the competing, but the socializing. And I've tried to bring that ethos into into my business. So, you know, the whole thing I try to drive with Ocean Tears is a friendly environment where you can kite with me. And, you know, I think anyone coming here will, will, will experience that. And that's the thing that we try and drive most. It's the social. So it's not just having a, uh, having a kite and going home. It's having a kite and then having a beer or having a coffee afterwards or having a chat with the guys because you know that that's what sort of kiting in Durban and and is all about and especially what Ocean Tear is all about so I mean yeah, the thing is if, if, you, if you're looking at learning it's also you know if, if you've never learned to kite it, it's also a far more affordable place to actually learn to kite if, if I look internationally what, what people are charging so you know it's, it's a great venue to to learn I mean at least you're body dragging here in in, in warm water when you're doing it, it's it, it's an ideal place to actually get into the sport if you haven't done it. And if you haven't uh, ever learned to ride waves, it's an ideal place to learn to ride waves. And if you are riding waves, it's one of the best places to then ride waves or improve your wave riding. Rob, anything else we missed? Any funny no. stories? You told us about the, the kite trip you do to Mozambique. What's the best place where people can find you on your website, Facebook page? Where? Yeah, uh, we went everywhere. Instagram, Ocean Tear underscore Durban. Um, if, I mean, that's actually a great thing. We actually going on. I've actually been putting it in there with uh, a lot of kite tips. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, yeah, I'm just putting way riding tips, um, learner tips, any tips just to, to help guys get into the sports or improve their riding or right. improve their jibing. So that's there. I mean, we're on, on Facebook, Ocean Tear. Otherwise, our website, um, uh, wwocean 2 air ocean number 2, the numerical 2, AIR.ca.za. Um, come check, it us out, check us out. Otherwise, anyone's always welcome to, to email me at rob at ocean 2 I will, of course, um, include all these addresses in the show notes to the podcast. Yeah. 100%. People, people can find you. Cool. All right, Rob. Nice one. Thank you very much. I think it was an interesting discussion and I think I learned a lot and I hope the listeners also learned a lot. Thanks very much for cool. finding the time. Thanks very much for having me on and I hope to see you in Durban sometime. Okay, take care. All right, my man. Cheers. I sure hope you enjoyed that interview, but before we end the show, I wanted to ask you for three favors. First of all, please advise the show or refer the show to one of your kitesurf buddies so we get the audience up secondary if you want to rate the show on itunes please do so it will help other people find the show more easily and third and most importantly please subscribe to the newsletter on the website you will find the info in the show notes so i can inform you when a new episode has arrived and what it's all about and with this said hope to talk to you in two weeks Take care. Plow.
sound.